what's good, what's good, what's good? What it do, what it do, what it do? I'm in the building, I'm back in this mug. Alright, we about to get into some things. We got some things to get into. Alright, so what's going on? I see you in the building. What up, Gail? Talk about T's in the building. Yo, we about to get into some things. Another Zach exclusive with my boy. Um, Give me a beat, okay? Is in the building. Calvin Michaels is in the building. All right, let me get him on this live right now. Too much of me talking and not enough of us getting zapped in. All right, so let's get into this. Calvin, I'm calling in. I'm calling in. I'm calling in. Where is my... <laughs> okay, get into it. Get into it. <laughs> what y'all drinking today? Anyways, I need y'all to definitely get y'all stuff out. Oh, there you go. Hey, folks. What up, Calvin Michaels? What is up? What's today? Sun Dang, weekend's already over. Happy uh, almost Monday. Happy almost Monday. So right. well, tell the people who you are and what you do. All right, folks. So I am Calvin Michaels. I am an artist and screenwriter and kind of do just a little bit of everything and then some. Um, but yes. this month, it's an artist. So we're an artist this month. Okay. We're all uh, uh, yes. get into it, all right? Make sure you guys follow him on YouTube. Before we even get into these topics, why don't you tell people what you do on YouTube, Calvin? Oh, okay. Um, I'm over here talking to this chat at the same time. Um, YouTube, like some people follow me on YouTube. We do a lot of different commentary. So, like, we cover music. We cover politics. We cover just things in regards to life, whatever's happening in current events. Um, I do music documentaries. We, we teach history. Some folks say they like to kind of come to the content because they can learn something different every time. So it's a little bit of everything, um, which is pretty dope. Um, because you can kind of jump into any kind of conversation. I think when you build an audience that has, you know, many different realms and spaces, it gives you leverage to kind of do a little bit of everything and not kind of just be one dimensional. So that's pretty dope. What up, I am Perfect Brown? Absolutely. I definitely feel like that, man. If you guys don't know, Calvin definitely is one of the goats of YouTube. So make sure you guys get zapped in and subscribe to that channel. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, get him all the way. <laughs> oh no, explosions! Okay, give me some street cred, huh? You don't it's, listen. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. I'm gonna come up with a rap album, y'all. I'm gonna have that in the background. <laughs> all right, listen, y'all. Okay, so we're about to get some topics. We got a lot of stuff going right. on in the media. We got a lot of stuff going on in entertainment, and I have to get zapped in. All right. No holding back. We're getting into the conversations. If you actually may be a lucky customer or a lucky watcher, you maybe get to call in on the live today and ask me and Mr. Calvin my question or give your opinion on some of these topics that we're going through. All right. So get active in the chat. I might decide to give away something too in this live. All right. So get active in the chat and let's see what we're talking about. Calvin. Ready? Yes, sir. Okay, Halle Bailey gets backlash over one million dislikes on her Little Mermaid trailer that just debuted. Nope. What are your thoughts on that? Um. Yeah, I got a whole lot. Um, we're gonna shake the table this early. Um, long story short, America's gonna be America. Sorry, white folks, but y'all be doing too much. And look. I think we're in this space where it is really hard for people who look like us to ever be celebrated by the masses collectively. And so something like the Little Mermaid, people want to take ownership of. And they feel like somebody like Holly Bailey is not the face of what, you know, they envision. And so they feel that they can, you know, because honestly, from what I read, she was casted in a role because of her voice and her talent. But of course, people want to do the most. And I mean, this happens anytime we get any kind of opportunity. They was doing that with, with old girl from Star Trek back in the 60s when, when she got on. And I'm like, y'all, it's, it's, it's fiction. You know, first of all, nobody's in space at the moment living in a ship. But, you know, it, the world is going to be the world. And I thought it was Jack. Folks were like harassing her social media you know, people are talking about they're going to boycott Disney and, and boycott everything else. And it's like, y'all get everything else wrong all the time because uh, people are trying to say it's, you know, it's it, the Little Mermaid originates from European folklore. When in reality, that whole conversation of European folklore is BS, too, because that was already stolen from, like, if you want to talk about, like, the narratives that come out of, like, African fables and parables, that's where that came from. But stuff always gets stolen anyway. But, you know, um, I don't know. It, 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 it's just very interesting to see kind of like the energy that's there. 
Um, and folks are trying to say, oh, well, you know, what if we have like a, a white panther? I was like, y'all go ahead. Y'all got everything else anyway. So like, y'all gonna be mad. We get, there's one or two movies, you know what I mean? And, and at the end of the day, it's for kids. It's the kids' movies. Let the kids have their moment. Um, but grown adults, because really it's like 60-year-old middle-aged men that are pissed off about it and like camped out on YouTube and camped out on the internet and making blogs and whatever else they're doing. Just, it, it, it's not even that deep. It's really not. Let me ask you this. A lot of the conversation is about why not give Holly her own mermaid character to play? Why switch Ariel and give her that? Why, or, or, or why race, race switching? You know, like why, like there's so much different conversation about it. Do you feel like it would have been better for Holly to have a different, a whole different role created by Disney? Or do you feel like she's in her right to play Holly? I mean, it would have been dope, but Disney's not going to do it. They're not investing hundreds of millions of dollars to make a black Disney anything. We, we got the Princess and the Frog, and they couldn't even make that 3D animated. Right? It was 2D, right? That's all we got. Um, it would be really dope for her to have her own, you know, princess created, but then somebody would have still had a problem. Because then it would have said, oh, now y'all, you know, you're picking favorites. Y'all, no matter what we do, somebody's going to be mad. That's why I'm like, just do you. They're going to be mad anyway. So just do what you do and do it well. Because um, they, I mean, even when Black Panther came out, folks had a problem, to be honest. Like, and I'm like, hell, now, look, Black Panther ain't even alive no more as far as the actor. And um, so it's just like, yeah. folks, they do too much. And so um, you, you can't win against folks who have no expectation for you because it, it's, you know, they want to censor themselves and everything. So. I don't. I just don't understand why just so much age for just a Disney movie. Like, yo, let one black girl have an opportunity. It's not even really that many. Like, again, we we saw somebody that mentioned that you know Brandy was the first like black Cinderella, and she was celebrated. I'm you know, but you know what? I I say if social media was out in ninety seven, ninety eight when that dropped, oh, that would have caught the same kind of flack, especially because it was on ABC. It's on like mainstream. Yeah, they would have. It would have caught the same smoke. Like I think social media kind of exposes the flaws and loopholes we have as a society because you really see where everybody stands on things. I think even like in politics and everything, like, even this is real left field. But like even with like Trump getting into office, that shocked a lot of folks. People thought things were one way. And reality showed up. And then you look at where we're at now, especially in social media, people are a lot more upfront with, you know, their bigotry or, you know, whatever else they have. That, that's terrible. Like, people are just out in the open with it now. So even with Brandy back then, I think that same backlash would have been there. Um, I don't know if it would have been to the same extent because it was an all-star cast. Like, it wasn't just billed as the Brandy movie. It was billed as the collaborative movie with a bunch of <laughs> entertainers so Whitney Houston and Whoopi and all these different people so yeah, you also say this Whitney Houston I feel like was beloved you know I yeah. feel like white people love Whitney black people love Whitney everybody loves Whitney so I just don't understand and that was back then why now this crazy backlash over Halle Bailey oh because folks think they're losing something especially like in white America anytime somebody else that is not sorry folks if y'all white it is what it is it's tough love around here um <laughs> Somebody who's not white does not, or anytime who's somebody that is not white gets the upper hand in anything in this country, collectively, there's a lot of white folks who think they've lost something. So for people, they feel like they've lost The Little Mermaid because another act. And mind you, there's a bunch of other Little Mermaid remakes. And, and she's not the only mermaid in the movie. <laughs> but, you know, um, it, it, that's just how it is. Folks think they're, they're losing something. And it kind of sucks because the worst of the worst messed it up for everybody else. So then you got to have smoke for everybody because everybody tripping. <laughs> so... Absolutely. Let's read some of these comments in here where everybody's talking about. Uh, representation matters, okay? This is from CP. And representation matters, even as a black man. LeVar Burton, Sterling K. Brown, many others inspire me too. Right. Uh, Calvin always loves your insight, okay? Play my cousin, okay? Um, he says, that's true, exactly. Everyone is definitely in agreement with that. Um, Hallie, we definitely just sending you a whole bunch of, you know, love and, and, and positive energy because I'm sure you did not expect this. Or maybe she did. You know, I'm not sure how or what she feels about it. She comes out and speaks about it. She be honest. And this is embarrassing that this is American culture. And I'm okay. Hallie, we wish you the best of luck. But let's move on to the next topic. All right. PNB Rock gets shot and killed at Ross Chicken. 
in LA, okay? Is rap the most dangerous job in America for 2022? You ain't had to put the gunshot now. That's the context. No, um, no, I, I don't even think it's rap. I think the way that the music industry has set up what is considered to be marketable in rap. That's the problem that we've run into where that's what's dangerous because, you know, you got a lot of executives who don't live the lifestyle of what's being portrayed, but there's a certain narrative and a certain image they want to put out and pass it off as rap. And so now you have, and this is not towards PNB Rock, plus I think he's a little bit, he was 30, he was a little bit older, but um, I've seen a thing where like you have labels who literally, they're not going to sign you as a rapper unless you can kind of, play the role of, you know, pretty much just being, you know, straight up one step from a minister to society. Like, you're going to have to be able to have not just street cred, but they even want you to have just, you know, something in your past a little bit just to make it more marketable. So now they've kind of marketed what you call, like, intraracial violence as, you know, accreditation in the industry. And so now we're in a space where you've seen an increase in rappers who are being killed. Like when I was a kid, it was Biggie and Tupac who died and that was about it. You know what I mean? Um, it, it, later down the line, other people would pass on. But like in the last few years, you've seen like rapper after rapper after rapper after Pop Smoke or XXX, I can't say his whole name, but you know who I'm talking about with the eyes. Um, like, like rapper after rapper after rapper just die. I'm like, dang. And if they don't die, they get shot like 20 times. So it's, created an environment where I think we're now in a space of extremity where to really get on you have to outdo whoever your, your competition is or even if you're not a rapper just the idea of a culture that's been created so everything is in extremities it's kind of like if you think back to like being in school before the emergence of social media and smartphones if kids got in a fight at school especially like middle school or high school they get in the fight. The fight was over. If you missed it, you missed it. Whoever was the kid that saw it got to be the popular person for the day and tell everybody what happened. As camera phones and stuff became a thing and people started recording, the extremities within the fighting became more intense because now it's like I'm on camera, so I really can't get stumped out. And not only am I going to go hard, but I'm going to go super hard because this is going to be recorded and I need people to know not to mess with me. And so now, like, even when you talk about the violence that takes place amongst, like, teenagers and stuff with the school fighting, like when you're talking about the numbers of, of students that are now having to go to the ER after these fights at school, it's going up because again, that camera's there. People know people are watching. So it's a space of extremities again, same thing with music. So it's kind of like, look at, look at who they're putting on mm. half the time. You know what I mean? The era of even like conscious rappers is not a thing. Minus those that are already established. Yeah. You, yes, we have J Cole and some of the other ones, but they came out 10 plus years ago. You're not really the new ones. She's <laughs> a topic, right? Because I was waiting to get to that. That man. <laughs> well, she's not a topic, Cyrus. They're gonna be. Oh man, I saw that, and the funniest thing, like, I literally just did a video, maybe like two or three months ago, talking about like black sense and how we're starting to see this emergence of people who. They've created this perception of what they deem as black culture and black lingo and language and linguistics and all that. And so they create these personas based off like some very intense generalizations and create whole personas around it. So when I saw the little period, ah, girl, I'm like, okay, so this girl is, all right, so this is going to be some girl who's jumping on the city girl aesthetic that she just learned about eight weeks ago. And if you look at her, she got like the, the, the nails, the, 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 the hair, the, the lashes. I was like, some of the kids are just a little lost. I mean, and the crazy thing is, like, watch her have a, a record deal. Like, they'll put her out there. She'll end up just like the Catch Me Outside girl. Yes. We laugh and we think it's funny, but because so many people catch on and bring it into conversation or start sharing, and next thing you know, there's a label executive like, oh, I think we can do something with this. And then we even had entertainers, you know, doing the challenge and, and spitting bars. So give it a minute. The period, ah, period, uh, girls don't have a deal in about two more weeks. It's and everyone's like, gonna be mad. So I, I, I go off topic, topic, but you know it really is all about marketing, and and talent is and gimmick is gonna sell more now. Well, gimmick is gonna sell more than the talent as long as it's marketed better, which is really really interesting. Back to PMB, because um, I don't want to lose that topic at hand. Um, he did lose his life in Roscoe's and just, you know, there's so much speculation about why and how this could have been prevented and what was the cause of this. Um, they're saying that 
um, him posting or the girlfriend posting the location, you know, um, and he just is out of heavy jewelry, like known to walk around with a lot of jewelry. Do you feel like just being a rapper, do you have like a target on your back and are you not allowed to just wear jewelry wherever you feel like? Is that I don't even think it's a thing about being a rapper. Because I always think back to like Kim Kardashian when, when she got robbed over in Paris. I think... Allegedly. The, right. <laughs> Depending on... <laughs> social media... It, it, we're in a space where you can put everything on social media. So like, I know when I travel, I'm kind of careful. I don't really post what I'm doing until hours after the fact. And I, I'm not somebody nobody's going to be coming after or nothing like that. But um, the thing I would say is with a lot of rappers, depending on, because this kind of goes back to what I was saying about like the marketing and stuff and how labels want certain artists to do things. I always look at like Takashi 69 and how, in my opinion, his entire image is fabricated. That's not even the kind of life he lives. But And, and he pretty much admitted to that when he had all the issues with the feds. And so, you know, you create a certain kind of image and now you're like posting everything on social media. And that's not PNB Rock's situation, but it just goes to show like social media can definitely get you put into spaces you don't want to be in. I thought it was kind of jacked up. A lot of people started going after the girlfriend and saying, oh, she set him up. I'm like, she posted some waffles. Like, <laughs> y'all doing a lot. Like, I, I think sometimes folks watch a little too much TV, too many movies and think everything is a conspiracy. I honestly think that was a mishap that just, it was just bad timing. He just wanted to post, hey, I'm here eating with my girl. And then, you know, the girlfriend's, hey, look at my meal. Because most of us do that. You go to brunch, have a good time, take a picture of the food, post it, think nothing of it. You don't think somebody's going to come in a restaurant that other people are in in broad daylight yeah. on the weekend and spray up everybody. So um, it's definitely, I mean, that's, it's really sad because you got kids and stuff too. Uh, but yeah, it sucks. And PNB was busting out here with the music. I, he was definitely that dude. Yeah, a lot of hits. Uh, much love to PNB rocking this family. And uh, we send our condolences. Um, be safe out guys are traveling with a whole bunch of jewelry. Um, just don't. look. Well, I wear wooden jewelry. Anybody, about, 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 nobody wants wooden jewelry. Nobody gonna steal that. <laughs> but, uh, all my jewelry is wooden. Here, get a splint. But uh, I do feel like the culture is gonna change. I do feel like rap culture is gonna move a different. I think that jewelry and I think people. Are move, I think it's gonna change. It's gonna have to. Like you know what I'm saying? I think it's going to. Or everyone's gonna ramp up on security and bodyguards, and I don't know if they can afford that. <laughs> No, uh, <laughs> but Charlemagne the guy made a great point. He said, "If you can't afford to protect it, you can't afford to wear it. So if you're fifty thousand dollar chain, you can't afford to have a bodyguard with you to protect that chain. Then don't wear it." No, and, and I, I think it's 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 in marketing and imaging too. Everybody, you're gonna if you're an artist that's really coming up and you're trying to gather some kind of attention, you're gonna have to do something that keeps your name out there. So a lot of them feel that you know, showboat the jewelry or the rented cars is everything. Kind of like MTV Cribs, and then we discovered half the time that wasn't where they lived. They had rented the house, jaw rule. Um, you know, they rented the car. You would think all of that was theirs, and then you realize none of it was, but it created that image. And so then people are like, oh, I want to be like that person. They have this, they have that. Especially for, like, impressionable audiences, which would have been, like, the, that core demo that they were marketed to, like, probably, like, the 13 to 25-year-olds. So... Absolutely. Well, you know what? I'm looking at some of the comments here. Let's read some of this. Official Adam Rick. These labels fish for guys from the streets to make a quick buck, and they pray that they get um that they what? And they pray that they don't get dirty. Don't get dirty. Shaking my head. Okay. Hmm. The problem is we as a collective can share our joy and success without someone feeling a way on social media. Agreed. Completely agreed. Hopefully this live is up so I can go back and watch it. Uh, absolutely, it will be up on all social media platforms. Yes. All right. Um, yes. And boom, 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 boom. Exactly why I go right past those goofy videos like period up, girl. X. And then she had no musicality. That was the part I couldn't get past. She was struggling to stay on rhythm with it. I said, y'all just be getting everybody a platform. That's my belief. Like, the musicality is going. For everybody at this point, there's a lot of people that just want to be famous for like the clout, the musicality aspect is gone. And so you're getting a lot of artists that are not talented that are blowing up, but they have short lifespans. They were shelf lives. They get one or two hits and burn out. Okay. All right. Let's get into the next topic. You know what? Uh, 
PNB, again, we wish you the best of luck um, to his family, and we send our condolences that situation. Everybody be safe out there. All right, next topic. Texas governor sends bus full of 50 immigrants to Vice President Kamala Harris home. Okay, what is going on in these political streets, Cal? Fill us in. They let that man in the wheelchair get away with so much. There's no way. Texas, what y'all doing? Um, I personally feel next to DeSantis, he might be like the worst governor in the country right now. Just, I... I know people have their viewpoints on whatever's happening in regards to immigration, but there's a thing called just the aspect of humanity with how you treat people. And I think there's also a question about like security issues as well. When you just randomly send a busload of people to the vice president's house, it's not saying that the people on the bus are going to do anything, but now you have a lot of people who now know where this woman lives. So I'm sure they'll have to hike up her security as well. But I think you're seeing them just play a lot of political games. And I think there are bigger fish to fry in Texas, like fix y'all power grid. Winter is coming. And if y'all get another one of those storms, you know, because, again, their power grid is one step from privatized. Like Texas by itself is like the only state with its own power grid separate from the rest of the continental U.S. And so it's kind of like y'all have other issues to worry about politically. But I'm like for you to, you know, because the money that they're spending, I think so far he spent upwards of 12 or 13 million dollars sending a new bus every week because there's a bus constantly coming to dc he's <laughs> new york but you know that's taxpayer dollars and so million dollars so far as far because they've been busting folks since the summer and even when you talk about like a city like houston and the issues they have in regards to flooding because the infrastructure needs to be upgraded you could have used it i mean 12 million is not gonna fix it but it's a start you know it, it, can, it can put up at least a, a detour sign and some some other stuff but you know it's kind of like it's political game or a strategy, they, they're they not pressed about the border the way they present. It's more of a political game because they know midterms are in November. And so even with DeSantis shipping them people over to Martha's Vineyard on a plane and they didn't even know where they were going. Like, so it's, it's to the point where you're taking people who, who have come here, they're trying to find asylum. They're trying to find whatever opportunity they can have because if we want to go there, the U.S., we wouldn't have the issues with immigration from Central and South America if we didn't go and destabilize literally every government that was to the south of us. We went and either had coups or go look at what we did in Argentina and Panama and everywhere else and then question why you have people coming up here. We went and destabilized their governments, you know, destabilized their way of living. And so at the same time, we boast and brag about how great it is over here. And, you know, this is the place of freedom and democracy. And we can go and blow up people across the water and then claim, yes, yeah, because we're bringing them democracy. People see all that and say they want to come over here. And so, like, it's like you started the fire, and now you're mad because the flames are at your door. I think there's some things that need to be fixed and addressed, but they're playing political, political games. And sending busloads of people to Kamala Harris's house is not going to fix the issue at all. It's disrespectful. Like, you can't not send busloads of people to my house if it's something I have no control over, but okay. Like, but where are these people going and where are they staying? Like, it's okay, they get to... So normally what happens is happens oftentimes now. they'll get processed and they will most of the time end up getting into different programs that try to assist and help people to get, you know, on their feet or figure out the conversations around visas or anything else that they have um, going. Um, Cause like a lot of people come under asylum. Um, if you can prove that, Hey, the place that I live at is just so terrible right now. I'm fleeing here for the safety of my family, wherever. And, you know, the conversation and the challenge is, well, people feel like, well, these people, we hear their story, but there's other people that are in line going through the process. And so that's the political argument. But I think the focus has, has left from that and it's kind of just turned into a Republican Democrat thing and, and build the wall and all these other interesting things that I think take us further from, you know, reality. And it, it's, it's interesting how selective they are with who they do this with, because we have a lot of people that are coming here from Europe that don't leave. The difference is they fly and land and just don't leave as opposed to the ones coming across the border. So you know, it's it is what it is. You know, some of these people in in power are off the chain. Uh, Abbott has been one of the worst governors. That little man, I, take his ramp away. You know, he can't leave the house because he don't need to do nothing else. Okay. Yes. You gotta go. Fired. Okay, Calvin. You out here trying to take the governor out? All right. So let's move on. <laughs> let's you move on here. My my name is Greg. <laughs> listen, listen, I love America. Kamala Harris, we 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 praying for you, girl. We, we know they they sending them immigrants to your house, and I hope they stop. Stop it. Yes. All right. Okay. Let's move on to the next topic. London. 
Okay, we're going into the Queen. London announces they will cancel all flights during the funeral for the Queen to kill all the noise, all right? 15% of the airport will be impacted. <laughs> Calvin Michaels, what are you? If I had a wedding to get to and my flight was canceled because they still haven't buried the Queen. This is... People be talking about black folks and how long we be taking to bury folks, but the queen been gone for a good minute now, and y'all ain't buried her yet. Not to be rude, I'm just saying she been kind of hanging out for a while. Y'all been like, but I feel some <laughs> the ceremonial aspect of everything, but to inconvenience everybody because y'all want to gas up the woman's funeral. Like, it, what noise? She don't need to hear nothing. Not to be rude, but at this point, her time is coming gone. Go ahead and do what y'all need. Y'all, I, I don't remember them doing that for Diana when she died. But um, I think it's kind of foolish, unless you're going to reimburse every single person who paid for a ticket, because think most of the flights that are coming out of London are international flights. People have prayed like, or paid an arm and a leg. It's not like you're in the U.S. and you're flying from like New York to Boston. You're probably going from London to Rome or Milan or like these international cross-continental flights that are costing twelve dollars and $1,300. And you want to cancel my flight because y'all want to roll the lady in the box. Absolutely not. Like, no. Um, sorry, I hope that doesn't sound in insensitive, but like they give that they give the royals a little too much for my liking. Like I understand the ceremonial aspects, and you know they kind of reflect you know the will of some of the people because it sounds like the Brits are kind of over the royals too. But to kind of shut down you know fifteen percent of the flights out of an airport over somebody that you got to live to be ninety six, I feel like you you did a, you make you, you had a good life. So um, even if you didn't do good deeds, but you know like. 15% of the flights we're going to cancel. Like, I bought my flight in, I don't know, February or something, and I'm supposed to be going to... What if I got a funeral to go to? You know, my step-grandma's sister died. I need to get somewhere, and I can't leave the country because y'all don't cancel the flights because I got to wait for her funeral, as if her funeral would be more important than mine. You know what I mean? Like, no. Queen Elizabeth, you're actually wilding out. If this is part of your will to shut down the airport because... Off license TV at a halt while you get buried. And I also heard that she's burying her two dogs with her alive. Oh, that one was a rumor. I read that too. I was about to go off. But no, that her dogs had been dead, all three of them. They've been going for a while. But I will say the other thing too, people forget is like with a lot of these commercial flights, that's often where you also have like specific cargo in relation to health. Sometimes if people are getting like a heart transplant or whatever or certain things, sometimes that's in the commercial airliner, as well as if you have troops who go into war and they didn't make it, sadly, sometimes they'll actually have the bodies under a commercial airline. So you, you're flying thinking you're going to Disneyland and at the same time in your plane are some people who got killed in Kuwait. And so now, you know, you have families who will have a delay in regards to, you know, bodies of their relatives who may have been killed overseas getting to wherever or just a bunch of different things or somebody waiting for a kidney transplant or waiting for a very important medicine to find its way. Like all of those things sometimes are under the bottom of some of our commercial flights, depending on the partnership the airline has with different companies. So I think they should have thought that out. Like, I understand it's the queen, but uh, OK, people can mourn. I mean, if it's too loud, you just they're not about to have a lit funeral anyway. It's not like. They're about to have, like, you know, the, the good choir, and they're going to be doing the good. It's going to be dry anyway. Let the plane make no. some noise. It might spark some things up a little bit. That's all I'm saying. Good singing. All right, I want to ask a question to you guys in the comments below. Um, let's talk about legacy, and even to you too, Calvin. Um, how do you want to be remembered? The queen is going out in a grand way. Let's just talk about legacy real quick. Is, is shutting down for too much to ask for for your funeral on your last day that everyone remembers you if you can in the comments below would you shut down the airport of your town or your, your state or city for your funeral if you had the chance would you shut it down and calvin if given the opportunity would you shut down the entire airport for your funeral <laughs> no not, not at all i'm glad i'm thinking about something totally inappropriate but no um Oh, listen, I've always said, I think my friends can tell you, all I ever say, when it's my time, I just want a comedian to do my eulogy. Like, my funeral is going to be lit when it's time to go. But no, um, I just think all that's real pretentious. Like, the whole world don't got to stop because your time, like, your time has come and go. Like, we're all given some time, and that's it, right? So once your time is gone, go ahead and leave. Don't be burdening the rest of us, canceling my flight because you want to still hold on. Like, you're not even there to remember any of this. Like, that's the the smoke I have. Like, sorry, Queen. And then they're going to have the horses trying to drag all them people and the horses be all old and broke down. And man, 
And then we got to do this all over again in like five years when Charles dies. Like, I, I can't. I'm good. But, you know, but, but when Princess, you know, I think when it's like a tragic death, like Princess Diana. Yeah, Diana's <laughs> different. Like, that was, that was, all of that was messed up anyway. Um, And everybody has their opinions on why they think she got killed mm -hmm. off. But like, at least in her situation, hers is an actual like tragedy that took place and was sad. And the queen just lived to be an old lady and her time came and went. So, you know, and I understand they're going to have, I still say do your ceremonial stuff, but it shouldn't be something that overly impacts other people to the point where it's punitive. Canceling flights is, I think, over the top. I can understand closing certain roads. Like I'll tell you one time, just not telling my family business, but I had a relative rob the bank once and they did it during Ronald Reagan's California funeral because they knew the police were going to be having the roads blocked off with the details. Like at least with that, you know, it's a little less <laughs> intrusive, but you know, you know, I understand if you're doing that, like if they're closing a few roles because they got to do the ceremonial stuff, that makes sense. You know, living in D.C., when it's inauguration and stuff, certain roles are closed. The airport is not closed, though. Like people still have to do and, and handle business. So I think that sucks. And even for people who are part time, um, you got to think about what that is for them. Some of them are not going to get paid for those hours that everything is closed because certain, certain companies are just terrible. So, you know what? Let's let's actually get into this too real quick before we get to the next topic. Death culture. Um, like we just talked about P and B that just passed, you know, the Queen just passed. Um, so many artists and rappers, you know, it's a pandemic, so you know, people are passing at really high rates. Do you feel like we have become now because I'm looking at the comments and everyone's like, No, it's not that serious, no, no, I don't want to shut the airport down, no, no. So do you feel like we've become like immune to death or we've become stoic to it? I don't know. Like there's, there's a disconnect between living and then how we respect the dead. Am I bugging? Comment below. No, I, I think what it is um, in the world of celebrity and public figure, there's an effort to try to push a lot of these people to be more important than I guess us everyday folks and I think that's a turnoff for a lot of people and so you know I think again when you just look at the history of the British monarch and you know they've colonized all but 22 countries and they're, they're the reason we speak in English right now so like you know um it's harder to want to have the same element of oh we must you know not speak ill of the dead and you're like <laughs> Okay, I, I hear you, but maybe not for this example. You know, um, I, I just think it's a conversation of celebrity and the fact that we're in a space where I think people are just a little bit more in tune with themselves, um, where we don't give public figures and celebrities as much weight. Like, think about back in the 40s, 50s, yeah. 60s, it was like an honor to want to be the president of the United States. Today, you'd be like, yeah, ain't nobody want to do that crap. Most people don't even like the presidents, no matter who's in office. No. Things have changed, you know? Um, but I think when it comes to people's actual family, their friends, I think we're still in that same boat where that's going to still have a different kind of effect. But in regards to celebrity, we, we create things where we almost make some people seem more important than others. And I think that's what turns people off, especially if those people... Um, like, it'll be interesting to hear the conversations and dialogues when, when Trump's is, is called home by father time. It'll be interesting to see what the narratives are and, you know, how much respectability is going to come into the conversation. Like, are we going to pretend that all of a sudden this guy was a, a this is just my opinion. I ain't got to agree. You know, this was a great person and we should, you know, show comfort and blah, 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 blah when he hasn't done that for anybody else. So that would be my opinion. I don't know. Okay. Well, you know what? There's a lot of people with a lot of opinions in the chat. What they got to say. Yes. All right. It's, um, a Biotini says, I think that we have become immune to self-like culture. We no longer indebt um, those who had honor our lives. Okay. Sure. Society put people on a pedestal and we often, it's not as important as the person. Okay. No longer honor in death. Hmm. Unpopular opinion. I feel like funerals are performative. Why are we putting money, more money, to bury someone but didn't want to give them that money to help them while they are here on Earth? Mm. Okay? Shots fired, okay? It's just Travis. You know what you're talking about. Now, just don't give me a discount funeral. It ain't got to be the most expensive thing. <laughs> don't just have me, like, in the box outside. And I wasn't refrigerated, so I'm smelling up the block. Like, just <laughs> give me, let me go out with a little bit of grace. Definitely. I would like to go out. Everyone should have the dignity to go out with grace. You know what I'm saying? These, like, 
flyby funerals are, are not like I'm not even with the, everybody dying and then the GoFundMe's go up. Is it like like what's going on? I think you know I do think some has changed. I think with COVID showing up, that also I think had an effect because there were so many dying so quickly. You know, to the point, like, think about, like, the folks that had to do drive-through funerals when, when everything first hit, and we still weren't really weren't sure about, you know, even whether COVID was respiratory or not. And so, you know, funeral homes could only have seven or eight people in, you know, people in the car, and you tap the casket at the drive-through and keep driving past. Like, so just the fact that even death in the last few years has, I think people have come become a little desensitized. Like, when you really think, like, there's been, like, a million people here to die from that. And it's just normal for us now. We're like, okay, yeah, it's, it's sad. And so I think, like, society has just, yeah, I think we're, we're in, in, a, in a move, like a pendulum swing. A lot has shifted. Um, so we'll, I wonder what it would be like in, like, 20 more years. Okay, let's see. Calvin, your fans is up here in the chat. Shots fired. Calvinites is in the building. Calvin used to be a comedian. Okay, we love Calvin. Calvin, y'all have any comments um, or questions for Calvin? He's here all night, so definitely. They know all night. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I ain't know all night. <laughs> okay, please <laughs> ask your questions. We will be taking callers in a bit. Okay, let's get to the next topic. All right. Oh, it's the last topic. Is fifty dollars enough to go out on a date? <laughs> Is fifty dollars? You can do a creative. You can do a creative one for fifty dollars. I think you can. Yeah, you you can. Um, I feel like it's it's one of those quick ones though. It can't be one where you you going on a date and then it's like oh y'all want to like you want to go get some drinks now because ain't gonna be enough left. We already spent the fifty, and you might not get an appetizer. But uh, <laughs> no, but I think you can do some really creative things. Like I think people have to kind of expound on their idea of like a good, cause you know, most people just say like, let's just go grab dinner or something. But like some of those like paint and sips are like $20 a piece. And that's kind of like a four hour like event. You can paint and get to get a little drink here and then do that. Or some people like, I'm kind of a museum dork. Museum is always free. Um, unless you go to the private ones. Um, plus I'm an outdoors person. So like, you know, canoeing, you can rent a canoe for like $7. So I think, I think it depends, but you know, it also depends where you live. You know, D.C., New York, Chicago, Atlanta be expensive. You end up spending $100 in two hours unintentionally. Um, so, I don't know. Okay. I won't do, you can't do the movies, though. Or if you do the movies, you you, you don't get no snacks. You just there to see the movie. You come <laughs> sit down. That's it. No. Ain't no drinks. Ain't no popcorn. <laughs> you there to see the movie. You know what? Let me ask the ladies in the chat. Ladies, it's $50 a good budget for a date. Would you be accepted? If the date is the, the, the parameters are we can go on this date, but the budget is fifty dollars. Are we outside? They're not gonna yeah. know it's fifty dollars. So that's the one thing. I, if I take you on a date for fifty, you, I'm not telling you I only got fifty dollars. You just no. go. You gonna figure it out at the end. Like wait, wait, wait. I, I need to get this. I, hold on. But why can't you let them know the date is fifty dollars? Folks are fickle. Fifty dollars. Do not. That, that, that blue box in the text is gonna turn green as soon as you say that. <laughs> So, no, <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. It's a surprise. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, let me, you know, I, I just asked a group of girls this the other day, actually. Is Applebee's a good spot? I asked them, I was like, yo, would you guys be okay with on a first date going to Applebee's? And it, it was kind of like split. Some people said, yeah, some, but I'm, I'm going to be wearing an Applebee's outfit. I'm coming out in sweatpants, um, sneakers. So don't expect me to be looking dolled up. And then some girls was like, Absolutely not. Like, I'm not even showing up. <laughs> like, so it's really interesting. Would you take a girl on a date to Applebee's? I think, well, I think, like, you should kind of already know. I'm talking like I just got relationships down. I ain't even got to jump in like that. But I think um, you would kind of know the kind of vibe the other person's going to be into just based on your conversation before you even agree to go anywhere. So, like, if you go and, I don't know, you, you done ran into Carisha, city girl, right? You done ran into Carisha. Carisha's not going to Applebee's. So don't even waste your time. As opposed to, I don't know, you met somebody at like an art gallery or, you know, some open mic night or something. They're probably a little bit more into something like that. I think it just depends. Um, Applebee's, though, I mean, I, I haven't eaten there in a really long time. Um, and it's not even that I'm anti-Applebee's or nothing. It's just, it ain't near me. Like, it's you got to go to Virginia to go to Applebee's. Um, but, 
everything. Okay. I don't know. I feel like a good conversation and a good time. It, it kind of it, it it eclipses like the price of everything. People just want to have a good time. So I think if you can show somebody a good time, it doesn't matter what you did. Uh, kind of like you hear like Barack and Michelle's story, and she talks about how when he picked her up, you know, he had a hole in the bottom of his car, so she had to put her foot on the side of the thing, make sure she didn't scuff up her heel on the, the street while he was riding. So I think people just want like, you know, um, a good time. And I think you're dating, you know, a whole bunch and y'all have like multiple dates and stuff over time. I think once you kind of develop something, Applebee's ain't that bad. That might end up being your favorite spot to go when y'all need to just cut back. Hmm, absolutely right. Yes, the chat is going crazy. The ladies are here to see. Mary Sweetness. I, I see Alexis. What up, Alexis? Alexis in the chat. Ooh. What up, Alexis? Okay, she says, I agree with Calvin. I'm more about quality versus quantity. As long as it's romantic, sweet, just be generous. Okay, yeah. I think we can do that for $50. Like, see what I It's expensive out here. I understand. Um, man. Okay, let me go back. Oh, is this? Oh, hold on, hold on. This is okay. What up, 252? This is my friend Aaron. He said, Ask Calvin, what's better, Bethel or Spanaway Lake? Okay, so let me tell you, Bethel was our rival high school. They, they were actually the school that had, like, the money and the big sports team. Spanaway Lake was kind of like the hole-in-the-wall school. But Spanaway Lake was still a better school, so there's that. But my brother ended up going to Bethel because he wanted to do um, football. Okay. Bethel, y'all burned down y'all um, football stadium because y'all lost that time. Yeah, wild. We, we shared a um, football stadium, and they lost and burned it down, the, like the grandstand where the people sat down. So for, like, five years, then we all had to sit. Like, it was, like, one – grandstand on one side and one on the other they burned down the away side and so then like, for like five years we all had to sit on the same side so Bethel would be on one side Spider Lake be on the other we... so um <laughs> what a time <laughs> okay um all right so this is the part of the show pretty much the show is pretty much wrapped up on topics this is the part of the show where you guys can call in all right we are taking callers oh god and all right, we are taking callers. Anybody is free to call in. Hit the call in button. We can take calls. Um, it's going to be real quick, though. Get one question. You say your conversation piece, and I have to move on to the next caller. All right, so, and, or if you don't want to call in, drop your comments in the question box, and we can read it out here. Drop your comments in the question box, okay? Yes. Last but not least, please hit the follow button. If you have not done that, it's free. Please hit the follow button. Yes. All right. So let's get in to some of these comments real quick. Okay. Yeah, it's cracking me up. <laughs> what did she say? Pick me the front. Lord. All right. Hold on. Somebody said I'm at Applebee's right now. <laughs> uh, they're like, I don't really like Applebee's food. The girls are like, <laughs> wait, what did you say? <laughs> she said, ain't nobody calling when it's nighttime and everybody wig is off. <laughs> it's okay with the bonnet. It's all right. <laughs> Ooh, not Miss Rainy, not Miss Winter, but some. What you drinking, Calvin? <laughs> well, it's empty now. I had apple cider, but I, I'm, I'm at the bottom of the corner. I ain't got much left. <laughs> Michael, you better tell your fans I'm your friend in real life. I don't play. Oh, yeah, that's Whitney. She's that's that's my role dog. All right, Whitney. She was actually she's actually on both yeah. sides. If you if you listen to my first album. She's the voice you hear at, in the opening and the closing. And then on my second album, the hardcover, she's on a song called Rust and Way. So, okay, okay, that's my role, dog. She's been around for a really long time. All right, the questions are coming in. The questions are coming in. Please drop your questions in the comment box. We're only here for a few more minutes to answer and take calls. All right, let's get into this. Kevin, go ahead and read the question, my friend. All right, it says... Um, how can an influencer stay true to, to stay true to themselves when there's so much pressure to be perfect slash oh also grind yeah that that grind will mess you up because it's like they want you to come out with something every week if you follow me on YouTube you know I, I don't come out with something every week you get something from me like every ten or eleven days um I don't know if I'm the person to answer this because I feel like my platform is not that big but um I think honestly. I always say this, fabrications will unfold, so you might as well just do you. And what I mean by that is sometimes people will try to build a persona or, or build a brand that isn't really them because it seems like it's the current trend. And the problem is when that trend dies out, they go down with it. So just kind of think, like even like in the YouTube world, think of what trends kind of come and go. So if we go back like six or seven years, 
one of the really popular trends was everybody doing like the prank culture. So like the fake couples and they keep doing the pranks and these videos rack up views and views and views. And now we fast forward, nobody's doing that anymore. Um, or even I think also just like over time, trying to like keep up with, I guess something that's not really you, eventually gets you caught up over time. You just burn out, you, you slip up and everything comes out. And I think as far as the grind culture, I'm a person, and I said this when I interviewed with uh, Carrie's radio show that time. I said, like, I took a note from Sade where she said she only speaks when she has something to say. And so I can't tell other content creators what to do, but I only make videos when I got something I want to say. There's never going to be a Calvin Monday something. every. It's not happening because I ain't got nothing to say every day. So I think when you kind of just do things that are more intentional, the quality is better as opposed to just putting something out. Like, I think there's a lot of content creators that have like really massive followings and have like constant output but a lot of the stuff they put out is fluff and like especially like if they're people that do like celebrity culture related content it's like they literally will latch onto every celebrity story so somebody was seen outside of burger king and now that's they're gonna make a five minute video about it and it's like but this doesn't okay interesting do you so and i think the other challenge with that too if you're not giving a lot of substance you're replaceable because somebody will find the next person that does what you do better i think if you can be your genuine self um people end up actually kind of liking yeah. you as, a, as an actor content creator and um you know they'll support kind of other things you do so i think for me i started as in comedy and then kind of shifted into doing like music award show reviews and then i kind of jumped into giving like the commentary and then came a web series and the podcast and the albums and everything else and what's kind of dope is you have some people who really rock with you so they'll support everything you do um, so I think, you know, you just be genuine. It opens more doors as opposed to trying to do something that isn't really you. Absolutely. That's yeah. wrong answer, my bad. But uh, you, you nailed that. You nailed that. I hope that answered your question. I would also want to add to that, too, and just say, just always put your best foot forward and don't feel like you have to put out quantity. Just stick to quality and push your pen in whatever field you're in it. Feel like everything will fall in place um yeah calvin you definitely that was great advice um yes more questions coming in um calvin how do you decide what topics you're going to cover and what deserves a video um if it's like the in the news series that i do for those who don't know i have a series called like in the news i'll cover like five or six topics um i try to get something that kind of covers a, a bit of everything so normally i'll try to find one or two entertainment related subjects that everybody's already kind of interested in um there's always something wrong in the world so you know then there's always going to be the, the topic that you know something that has me triggered something in politics or in regards to race or in regards to social issues or current world events um if there's any kind of like breakthrough in science or something it, to me it just has to be something that i can rant and ramble about if i can't rant and ramble about it it's not going up because it's something i probably don't care about um and then sometimes i will just kind of see what everybody else is talking about and i'll say okay well i'm guessing this is probably what they want to hear about too so i'll cover some things as well so sometimes i do videos and stuff i'm not that pressed about but enough people ask so i'm like all right we'll try it and we'll see how it goes okay um that was a great great answer so hopefully they answered your question in perfect round um yolantini says intent Intent makes a huge difference. That's why we can watch you, Calvin. YouTube has lost its luster due to the trend culture content with no subject. Yes! That part. Thank you. Um, yes, Calvin Michaels definitely has content of substance. Um, what's the, what's this, like, how do, what do you call them, Calvinites? It was a joke. This, I don't think Lindsay's on here, but this girl, Lindsay, who's like, she subscribed as well. I think she came up with that name. It's just like a joke. I don't have a name for I just be like YouTubers. But um, Calvinites is kind of funny. Um, you know what? Um, in the comments, if you are a part of Calvin's network, please comment below what you guys want to call yourselves. You guys like Calvinites? Let's decide it tonight. Calvin, let them decide tonight. Corny. But okay. It's not corny. It's lit. All right? Comment what you guys want to call yourselves yes all right uh let me see there is more questions coming in on the back end you guys are killing it tonight appreciate the vibes oh this is a good one um how do you keep from spiraling into the dark because it can get so heavy to be aware and invested i need to get glasses i'd be straining um 
I was just talking with somebody about this earlier. I, you have to have a balance of things you're passionate about that you're so passionate about when you're working on them or you're doing them or doing whatever with them, it takes your mind off everything else. For me, it's making music. So um, my sanity, especially like when the pandemic hit and I realized we was going to be in the house for a minute, um, you know, having like my own home studio has been heaven. Um, and I also check out too. Like as far as like, if I say, okay, you've consumed a little too much in regards to like current events or stuff in the news, I'll, check it, I'll tap out for a minute. Because um, I used to be a person who like, would wake up in the morning and turn on the news while I'm getting ready for work, go to work and have like, if I wasn't listening to music, then it's like, I, I was just in the NPR, y'all. I'd have NPR on. And then like <laughs> coming home from work, if I wasn't playing music, you know, I'm, actually I probably, probably play music at home. But then when I get home, I'm like watching the news again. Um, but it's just too much of some things. And I think I also am somebody, I don't know. I feel like I've just lived a lot. So I don't get, super emotionally attached to a lot of things no matter how chaotic things are around me i'm always like here like even people who work with me can tell you most of the time i'm, I'm here in moments of chaos um but no i think you just have to find something you're really into that's like a pleasant distraction and i wouldn't even feel guilty for it being a distraction i think people have to balance um what they consume and i think social media does not help because even like with twitter and all that i had to like limit certain terms like i was muting all kind of words and terms i didn't want to see because otherwise you're just doom scrolling so like um yeah and then in regards because i do cover a lot of heavy stuff we pretty much any major story in regards to like a police brutality killing we're probably going to talk about at some point if i don't do it as a video it'll be on the live you know we talk about a lot of things that suck within society and so it sometimes it can be a lot to consume so i i tap out on occasion and just you know distract myself with things i enjoy I watch a lot of YouTube concerts too, so. Okay, all right, well, there you go. Um, that was a good question, really, really good question. Um, make sure you guys stay positive out there. It's, it's really crazy in these streets. COVID is like wrapping up, but it's always another issue after another issue after issue. So just be safe and positive. Be in positive spaces. Um, thanks again, Calvin, for breaking it down with us. I hope y'all are all zapped in. <laughs> Okay, I hope y'all are all zapped in. Um, get used to this. Get used to Calvin um, on Instagram, too. Uh, and, <laughs> and get used to just being zapped in. We have a lot to cover. Um, but this concludes tonight's episode of um, Zap Exclusive. Um, we're not taking any more questions right now. Um, no one called in, though. What's up with y'all? Anyone calling today? They said they had their bonnets on. <laughs> yeah. Coming up with a bonnet on. I ain't about to be doing that. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. I understand. Okay, listen, I appreciate you guys definitely rocking out with us all live. It was good energy, positive vibes. You guys are really active and really um, uh, supportive in the chat. This is what I need you guys to do. If you're not following Calvin Michaels, hit the follow button immediately. Yes. If you're not following The Only Jersey, that's me, hit the follow button immediately. Yes. All right, you should be following all parties involved. You never know what can happen. We may end up finally get back. All right? Yeah. I appreciate you guys for zapping in with us. I hope you guys are zapping. I'll see you guys next week. Calvin Michaels, you know it's always vibes. Yeah. All right. Peace and deuces, y'all. All right, folks. See you later.